0: Discovering Asian dramas back in 2018 was an enlightening moment for me, and I've never looked back. I enjoy talking about them just as much as watching them, so much so that I decided to create a podcast with a heavier focus on Chinese dramas but passing through Korean, Japanese, Thai and Filipino dramas. Welcome to the Tea and Soju Asian Drama Podcast, your corner for drama talking. For more Tea and Soju content, consider joining Patreon where I release extra reviews and polls. Everything is linked in the episode description. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Tea and Soju Asian Drama Podcast. I'm your host, Liliana, and this is a post-recording message. So basically... The episode you're about to listen to is the Story Love Review with Jess from the Dayback K Rambles podcast. And we had so much fun and so much to talk about that the episode ended up being three hours long. So I decided to cut it into two parts. So the episode you're about to listen to will be all of the non-spoiler section of the sorry love review and next week I will release a part two which will be the spoiler heavy spoiler section for the review so I hope that's okay and I hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode just as much as I enjoyed recording it hello and welcome back to another episode of the tea and soju asian drama podcast i'm your host liliana and in today's episode we are doing the starry love review with a very very special guest who i'm super excited to introduce you guys to and that is jess and i will let her go ahead and do her intro
1: oh my god so my name is jess and i'm the host of the deba k rambles podcast so i mostly deal with k dramas on my end but i love sea dramas I've watched a lot of sea dramas over the years and I'm thrilled to be here Liliana thank you for having me you know what I have to tell people that like I basically invited myself on
0: the podcast <laughs> but because... I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it I was so happy that you reached
1: out so it's fine because you had been posting about the starry love and of course I was like ear to the ground a uh, nose to the ground whatever it is ear to the ground it is ear with to the, the with the show and I was like <laughs> oh my God, I have to watch the show. And I was like, if you're you're doing an episode, just let me, I'll be on it. I'll watch it. Like, when can we do this? And I'm thrilled. I'm so excited that you said yes. I'm so honored to be here. And yeah, so- When you when
0: when you reached out, I was like, I had been thinking about it. And I was like, Jess would be perfect to do this episode with, (laughs) because I feel like we will have a lot to talk about. And I feel like we tend to like a lot of the same things when it comes to Shancha, especially. And I was like, I feel like she would but I was like, I don't want to like, you know, just go in her DMs and be like, just watch it all so we can do the episode. (laughs) Just watch it (laughs) all. Just watch it. So I was like, so I was so, so happy when he reached out because I was like, this is perfect, because, you know, I had it been in the back of my mind anyways. So it's great. It's great. Um, so for today's episode, it will be a very uh, spill it into two parts. The first part, we will just go through everything that the drama entails and it will be non-spoiler we'll just go through you know our overall thoughts about it and you know what we enjoyed without giving any spoilers so if you haven't watched it you can listen to the first half go watch it and then come back for the spoiler part in the second half, which there's a lot to get into in this drama when it comes to Oh, and to we'll spoilers. get into it. We will. We'll I'm get into sure, it. <laughs> I'm sure because there's so much to get into. But before we go into that, I will just give the MDL description and, and then just some general information about the drama. Uh, because I, you know what? you always I feel like you describe when I listen to the daybug podcast you describe the dramas so well and I feel like I haven't honed that uh capacity yet because I tend to ramble a lot and then I get sidetracked so what much.
1: happens is I literally just read oh, see, the what is it like the my Dramalist synopsis <laughs> or the Asian wiki synopsis and then I make fun of it if it's ba- it's a bad description oh my God, the descriptions sometimes yeah, are, no, they're, they're just... awful so then I'm like this t- <laughs> this makes is terrible. No Yeah, it makes no sense. So that's all I do.
0: (laughs) Half the time I'm like, Uh, I'm not sure this is the drama that I watched that's being described here but you know for this one it's it's actually not too bad but it does just like scratch the surface I think so the MDL description reads the queen of the human tribe gave birth to twin girls respected by the entire tribe the older sister Ching Kui who is gentle and kind is betrothed to the heavenly prince the younger sister Yetan smart and cunning shunned by her own people is betrothed to the demon prince due to a mix-up the two sisters are married off to the wrong husbands it paves the way for the two beautiful romances and also ignites a conspiracy that shakes the four realms see well it definitely (laughs) literally shakes the four realms doesn't it um but actually i don't think that's too bad because it does just give you like the overall plots of what the drama is mm-hmm. it is at its core two sisters who you know complete opposites but get swapped and marry supposedly the wrong guy that end up mm. being the right guy but you know um so the story love is 40 episodes of about 40 minutes each it's adapted from the novel xing lu ning chang tang which no like roughly translates to love when the stars fall and actually the drama name right from the beginning it had been love when the stars fall they had a little change of heart at some point and changed it to the starry love right before it started airing huh. but that wasn't the original title um so yeah and that was written by you do jun hua uh, it was directed by chu yu boon which Both Jess and I, I'm sure, will be very familiar with. He is the director of Ashes of Love and great others like, you know, the Eternal. um, Not the. See, I'm about to say (laughs) the. different thing this is a different thing eternal love of dream and skate into love and the blue whisper so he's done a bunch 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 of shansha dramas um so yeah see this is why i never call it eternal love i always go you know 10 miles of peach blossoms that's that's all i call it too because it's i don't know i don't know it's because people might end up getting it confused with the eternal love and that's a whole
1: different drama tell me why there's like 12 eternal love Shows, I know, I know, I
0: know. Pick another name. You know, dramas. I think that's one of the things I will always pick at them. Is like they are the worst at naming their dramas. Like worst. Like there's like like, sometimes they'll end up with you know ten love something. It'll it'll always be love something. Love something. Yeah. (laughs) You bet. There's like at least you know. It, you know in a month a couple of shows that have love in the title
1: so. original oh, original I know.
0: <laughs> so the screenwriter is Matt Gia. she also did skate into love and she's also the screenwriter of ashes of love oh, um, Lord. and and the... looking into place now i know uh, so basically, this is starring Chen Xing-shu as Yu Qin. I'm only going to give him that name because I'm not going to go through, you know, every 50 single the other names. Other, yeah, there's other multiple <laughs> characters at this point. Um, so we've got uh, Li Landi as Ye Tan. We've got Chen Mushi as Chao Fang, and Hershwan Lin as Qing Que. Um, yeah. So, funnily enough these there's four main characters but the only character that was dubbed by a dubber a professional dubber was our uh prince from the you know void realm so okay Chen well Ushi. i have
1: i have questions so everyone else it. did their own dubbing yep, yep. okay okay yeah and i have so... issues i have issues with uh Teng chingsu ching shu's ching shu
0: and <laughs> yeah. um, um, so yeah he did his own dubbing Lee landi did her own dubbing and he Xuan lin also did her own dubbing for this
1: i um, mean everyone else was fine it was literally just yuchin's character that i was like what is he doing it, it is so distractingly deep
0: mm, his voice and, is and really, it doesn't really
1: deep. match him i thought
0: yeah um so his, if you listen, like I listen to a lot of his interviews, that is actually how his voice sounds. I just
1: can't stand it, it's and I don't know really, why I never really noticed like, before.
0: Yeah, because you've seen why. him before,
1: haven't seen you? Seen him before?
0: Yeah, uh, but maybe he wasn't dubbed in that one. Uh, perhaps, maybe he was dubbed perhaps. in that drama, but I, I don't know. I have seen him in, oh, I can't remember the name. No, I, think it came I watched out him two. in
1: Goodbye My Princess. Still recovering. Uh, from that show
0: because See, it this was is why amazing. i haven't gone this is why i haven't gone into that show because i've heard it breaks your heart into well a... the
1: thing is it's if you like inks in your c drama definitely give goodbye my princess a shot but be buyer beware because that like broke me into little pieces it does not have a happy ending like exactly. spoiler alert and every but everything is so great and high stakes and the romance is like amazing so I I don't know I don't have a lot of people to talk about Goodbye my princess with because I think people do avoid it because, <laughs> because they have heard such things yeah. <laughs> because we've heard
0: <laughs> we've heard the pain so I've
1: watched it without knowing what the oh, yeah, yeah, you know true. at all so I walked into it like la-di-da and then came out just wrecked so
0: I feel and like I can do it, but I just have to be like in a very specific mood for it, oh, uh, yeah. for that type of drama. Like I can't go in. I'm, I'm, I've said it many times. I'm a complete mood watcher, so I have uh-huh. to be in a mood for like a certain type of drama. I can do pretty much any genre, but I have to be in the mood for that genre. Otherwise, it's just not gonna click, no matter how good that drama is. So, yeah. Well, when I need okay, when I need so a good is... cry, when I need a good <laughs> cry, that that'll be the drama I'll get for.
1: He'd need a good cry. I mean, it's shocking. Like the whole thing is just um stunning and shocking and heartbreaking and I don't know. It was a ten out of ten show for me, but like <laughs> I I don't know if I'd watch it again. Cause just it just
0: Well, look, you know. I've got people listen to to the to you know the tea and soju because of chinese dramas so i'm hoping you'll be able to find some people that have watched uh, a yeah. My princess to chat with reach <laughs> out to me to go talk ahead, about go goodbye ahead. my
1: princess
0: go follow jess because you know i i love your content i really do so oh, thank you. um so yeah, this one, it was filmed, uh, filming began on September 29th, 2021, and finished on January 6th, 2022. So a wow. year post production, that's a really long time for it is. well, for Shyantha, you'd probably say at least six months post-production, mm-hmm. but a year, that and I actually think this has been approved and greenlit for quite a while. Yoku has just been holding on to, you know, um, Well, last year, you know, first half of the year, it was scandal after scandal and like barely any shows could make it through Chinese drama land because everybody was getting done for, you know, um, what's the word for tax evasion? And then there was just a bunch of stuff happening. And I think all of the networks were like, scared to release their dramas in case you know something um, happened something yeah. happened because <laughs> that is I mean there's nothing there's no way around it if you know a storm is gonna break a storm's gonna break and mm. obviously a lot of these storms break when people are at the height of their you know careers so if you've got a show that's gonna go big people are gonna go you know digging for answers so uh-huh. So yeah but even though so uh so this drama completes what has been dubbed as the honey trilogy and basically the honey trilogy uh is ashes of love skate into love and now the starry love um <laughs> common theme of the love and basically the reason they're why all love I, stories is that why it's called the Lo- <laughs> no, honey trilogy. so basically it's it's not that big of a deal but the director for this um which i didn't write the name of the director so but the director the screenwriter and no, the producer the producer dubbed it the trilogy you know the um the okay. honey trilogy and it's because so the producer the director and the screenwriter all worked on the three dramas the uh... three dramas are completely separate no different authors different uh, characters there's nothing linking them and the only reason he dubbed it the honey trilogy is because In the original titles they have some sort of like sweetness to it whether it be honey or love or something and that's the only reason so people like get really confused and go (laughs) oh my god this is the honey trilogy and i was like well yeah but it's not really that meaningful it's just the producer decided to dub it the honey Um, trilogy
1: because this is like a pr thing
0: yeah 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 basically basically like, it, a like lot of- oh the
1: honey trilogy yeah and it's like stop trying to make fetch happen
0: but but it basically kind of works in the sense that you know both ashes of love and skate into love were pretty big dramas so uh-huh. it's like people will want to check it out because you know it was produced directed and screenwritten by the same people so Uh they're like oh yeah yeah let's check that one out so it gives it a little bit of boost in pr but yeah it's literally the only reason is because the producer dubbed it the honey trilogy because (laughs) they all have some kind of like sweetness to their original titles so that's it and i'm like when i first read it i was like Really, really? Is this it? I thought there was going to be more to this thing—something mm-hmm. um, more
1: thematic or like grand no. about it.
0: No. no, no, that was it. Not really, that was it. <laughs> and just lastly, for my little facts, the OST was produced by Sad Ding Ding, who I I love her. Like her voice is stunning, stunning, and she has it. Oh, what? What? Oh, sorry, dun, dun. I was going to
1: say that the OST is. Fire. It's so good it. show. I love it. It's amazing. He like you will
0: know who she is because she produces for a lot of stuff and like she has this very grand operatic voice um do you know that uh bit in the main ost so the opening ost where it like quietens down and then a female voice that's sad ding ding like that's mm. her voice so is it not only is she a brilliant producer but she's a brilliant singer mm-hmm. so that main ost is actually sang by liu Yuning, who is the king of osts in my opinion like that man does no wrong when it comes to he did the ost for love and redemption i believe he did the oh, ost
1: for jeez i just got off that one
0: <laughs> well that's a wild ride that one isn't it
1: <laughs> <laughs> talk about wild
0: I will say though, it does have a pretty satisfying ending, that one does. But, Um, sure. (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, it's quite funny, a lot of people compared um, Love and Redemption with um, Ashes of Love because of like the female leads and like where their characters come from. Yeah, I see that a little
1: Mm -hmm. bit. I'm still. A little.
0: I'm still a Ashes of Love, you know. I mean pure fan through and through. I mean Yeah. <laughs> that one's always gonna be like gonna have my heart in a it's grip.
1: A, I I know you've I think you've heard the Love Love Between Fairy and Devil episode that we did on Devon. I did, I did. Ashes of Love is on my like Mount Rushmore yeah, of yeah, sea yeah, dramas yeah, yeah. that I love. So I mean, you're not gonna hear me complain no. about ashes of love ever (laughs) no i don't think do you know what i uh i somebody
0: uh, a friend asked for a recommendation and i said and they'd watched they'd just gotten into chinese dramas and their first drama was love between fairy and devil and i said oh the thing is, it's really hard to go from the love, you know, love between yeah. fairy and devil, because it's kind of, yes, for Shantra dramas, if you're a fan, you kind of know the beats a little bit, but mm. not a lot kind of reaches where, the, you know, love between fairy and devil kind of is. So it's really hard to like direct people to others after <laughs> that one. And I said, look, it has a really high episode count, but just trust me, just try ashes of love and actually you know you know google must hear you or like your phone must hear you because i was on youtube and they like brought up clips from ashes of love and there's me like going downhill just you know ashes of love clips on youtube (laughs) and i was like i still love this i still remember a load of these uh these scenes so same I do I do what I was like I, I do worry sometimes because I've been tempted to go back and re-watch it but I'm also like slightly petrified that I'm not gonna love it near as much Girl, as
1: I love it I the feel first the same time. way I feel the same way about it and same for actually not so much about 10 Miles of Peach Blossoms because I have re-watched that one I'm like this holds up okay it's really good but Ashes of Love, like I just wanna keep it on my on that yeah. pedestal. Yeah. I don't wanna to touch it again.
0: <laughs> I don't want to knock it down. No. I need to go I need to go and check um eternal love because I did check it out like a good two years ago maybe and I was like, oh, you know, it's not really for me. And I didn't really get into the story straight away, but to mm. give it due, I only tried three episodes, which for a Shiansha, it's nothing. Like you need to give it at least a good, you know, 10 episodes. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. Are I know, you telling I me? Oh, wait. Are you telling me you haven't watched 10 Miles of Peach Blosses? No,
0: I haven't. I haven't. I'll hold my hands up. I haven't. I know. <laughs> it's sacrilege, really. <laughs> that is unbelievable.
1: <laughs> Liliana, I'm telling you, that was one of the... It's on my Mount, Rush, Mount Rushmore. I love it. And yeah. yeah, it takes a minute to get into it because... You know, she's that. It's not like love story right off the bat. Like it's a lot of, mm. you know, there's a battle and all this stuff, and like there's twins involved, and like it's just you'll see.
0: And the thing is, right? Wait, wait I before, like I know a lot of people that was, um, that was saying, oh my god, you know, it's so good, it's so good, Um but it was people that I don't really deal with on like a daily basis, if that makes sense. Mm. But like now, you, I know you love this drama, and see, uh, I think it's C drama mum on um, uh-huh. on Instagram. I follow uh-huh. her as well, and she loves this drama, and like a bunch <laughs> of people that I actually follow and interact with, and I know like I trust their judgment well enough. I'm like, oh, maybe
1: I do need to go back
0: and check. It I think because- you
1: should. And I, I remember feeling like I, I, I guess I had more time back then because (laughs) I remember watching the first few episodes and I was like I see that they're setting it up but this is taking a long time to kind of get to where they seem to want to go Mm. and then once the the plot kind of gained some traction I was like I can't stop now like what does what does sleep mean I've never heard of her and like it was really just a journey and the plot ebbs and flows, and you a lot of angst involved. And oh is, my gosh,
0: this is literally me with Ashes of Love. Like you have
1: I, to watch it.
0: Ashes of Love. It's an I epic. Was, like I these know. Ashes
1: of Love and and Ten Miles of Peach Blossoms are both like science epics, right? High episode count, high fantasy, multiple lives. Like you have to watch.
0: It. And that I don't know. I think I think it is that this one takes a little bit more build up and I think I must have just not been in the right you know place or whatever and then just ended up not going back to it but I feel like I need to give it like a fair shot and just you know go back to it and try it again mm-hmm. especially because like I, I like I we're not gonna get. Any more dramas that are going to be that length and that well built? Yeah, they're <laughs> no. kind of like
1: unicorns now.
0: Yeah, yeah, they won't be coming our way. So I feel like I just need to. And then actually, <laughs> I've watched. By that point, it means that I've watched most of the shounshas out there. So I'll probably just want to save for whatever else I've got left <laughs> of them. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. I feel like I need to give it like a. I the thing is, at the time, I I I started with Chinese dramas, but then I went like into a full blown K drama place, mm-hmm. and I stayed in it for like a good few years. Like I'd watch a Chinese drama here and there, and then it kind of like started to switch a little bit more, and like C dramas kind of like you know caught my attention. But I must have tried it when I was like deep into that K drama place, and I was like, oh, you know. I think it's like 60 episodes or something. Um 60 episodes. I've given it 3 episodes, that's enough. When realistically speaking, when you're talking about a Shiansha, it's no, 10. It's 10, ten at the very yeah. least. Yeah. You know, 10 at the very least <laughs> and then make your choice. So, I feel like I need to to go back and check it out again. So, you know, look out. I I I'll I'll invite you back and you can come and chat to me about it all over again. So, <laughs> oh,
1: okay, just tell me when We'll and I'll, do it. I'll be we'll there. Do
0: it. Right. All right. <laughs> <We'll do> this. <laughs> right, that's it. That's all the uh, you know info out of the uh, way. So, shall we get into this because we have okay, lots let's to it. talk about? Oh my god, let's go! So, let's start. You know, non-spoiler section for the time being. Uh, so, I've written down some questions, and we'll just use them as like jumping points. Absolutely. So, without spoiler, what were your overall thoughts on this drama?
1: I thought it was very, very good. And there were certain parts of the show that I was riveted. I was so excited to press play on the next episode or they would end on a massive cliffhanger. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to keep watching. Oh. And it was very binge worthy for large parts of the show. And then other parts of the show, I was like, I think I can wait. You know, oh. I don't feel the urgency that much to watch it. Um, I think overall, I was less impressed than I wanted to be. Yeah. With the show and it didn't have as much angst as i was hoping for i guess mm. i'm like a, a mass masochist or something because i love angst in my sciences i think that's what keeps me coming back for more because if my lip is quivering and i'm like about to cry i'm like they have to remedy this somehow right yeah through the course of the show and i'm waiting for that catharsis and that moment of like oh my god they're back together oh my god yeah, they worked yeah, yeah. it out whatever so I'm addicted to that ride, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this one didn't have that much of that ride. The last six episodes or so are the kind of uh, angst that I was hoping to have more in the middle. The yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Exactly, is- and in the middle and stuff. Um, <laughs> I liked the show. It wasn't the best Yanza that I've ever seen no. in my life. That, like I said, the OST is fire. I loved the costuming and. The way that they built each of the mm. realms and the look and feel of everything. I thought the production design was very beautiful and yeah. high end, gorgeous CGI and stuff like that. That's all great. This was my first time seeing that the female lead that played Yetan. So I thought she was really good.
0: Mm. I
1: thought her boo, um, Yoshin.
0: <laughs> yeah, Chen Xing Shu. That's his name, the male lead.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was referring to his character's name. Um, Amazing. Like, he is really, really good. He's so good. (laughs) Amazing guy. Like, I now have to deep dive on all his stuff because he blew me away in Goodbye, My Princess. And now he's back to, like, do more damage. Mm -hmm. And I guess we'll talk about him some more. We
0: will. (laughs) I think with them, it's... What I love about Siancha in general is, if you hit the beats in terms of your acting,
1: Uh it can
0: be such a big launchpad for these actors, and both of them are actors, actually the four of them are actors that weren't as well known. And then this hit, everybody loved it, and they skyrocketed. It's mm. the same thing, like, arguably with Wang Hadid, you know, Dylan Wang yeah. last year with Love Between Fairy and Devil. Yeah. Like, arguably, it's the same thing. He, Yes, he was known because of Meteor Garden, but that's a very niche, I still think that's a very niche drama. You know, it might be a very gateway drama for a lot of people in terms of Chinese dramas, but that's probably not his best role i would say um (laughs) well just i mean
1: we don't have time to go into the one who the garden thing but but yeah
0: but that launched his career and this year it's like he's you know brand deals all over the place he's, like, on make hot a searches. Yeah. he's like you know he's set yeah. if he makes the next couple of choices really good ones and i think i believe it'll be the same for like these four um from the sorry love if they make the you know good choices mm. they will be you know on a really good path and actually i had only watched lilandi in a drama or two before. I hadn't really watched, and she hadn't really caught my eye before. And I feel like this is the same thing that happened with Wangdy last year. I had watched him, he hadn't really caught my eye, and then boom. And like with Lee this year, it's the same thing. Um, I I loved her character. Like her the way she played her character was really, really good. So
1: I loved the way she played her character too. Yeah. I thought the weakest links were uh I have here the Tao Feng. Guy, Luke oh, Chen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how he's credited on my drama list. And uh his girl Chinghui Chinghui and then yeah. <laughs> just can't those two were the weakest link of the four. Hmm. And this is a hot take. Like I don't I don't think I cared that much about, about them. them. Their storyline in the void realm. Like, yeah. But
0: see it's quite interesting actually because for me i was a main you know i was a Yitan and yuchin stan like from the get-go just because their characters are like it's literally like you're mixing you know water and oil almost it's like night and day Mm -hmm. they are you know complete opposites and there is always just something so special to me about that um Cre- not crazy but that very flamboyant and very outspoken girl trying to tame that very you know stoic face male lead yes I mean, yes it's a formula that is tried and true it's been played over and over but it just works <laughs> it yeah, just
1: works it does it does it's tried and true the tsundere character dude who's like the- very cold sword yeah. but it's a marshmallow female-y. on the
0: inside <laughs>
1: marshmallow yeah. on the inside actually cares about her Yeah, a yeah, little yeah, mean yeah. to her but yeah, it's all yeah, forgiven yeah. in the end
0: yeah i
1: i, so, I love them
0: yeah yeah they i think their two characters just worked really really well um i i didn't mind the second pair i also like them i just feel like their story sometimes i don't know i feel like there is a question about you know the second male lead in the spoiler section, so I'll leave it till then. But there's, I just feel like his story needed to be a little bit flushed flushed out mm. because I'm not sure his you know actions in the first half of the drama were you know he was redempted. He went, mm. do you know what I mean? He, I don't yeah. think he was brought yeah. down enough to like justify his actions in the first half. So yeah.
1: um
0: but yeah overall I I will say.
1: What did you think?
0: <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I did. Okay. It's okay. not it's not gonna beat, you know, some of my favourite Shantas. It isn't. But as a Shantra I think it's on the right path to mm. where I want Shanchas to be, you know, going forwards. Um but also I just gotta say this, there is one thing that this drama did really well, and it's something that I haven't really seen in Siancha dramas before, and it is the two sisters and their relationship, just because they, like, a lot of the time, sisters tend to be, you know, on bad terms, or they tend to be at each other's throats, or they tend to be, you know, mean to each other. The fact that these two loved each other so fiercely, and, like, to the end if that makes sense uh-huh. that's something that I really really enjoyed and I haven't I mean not blood sisters I mean you get to see characters you know become really close with other mm-hmm. characters in yeah, other dramas you have dramas. sworn sisters that yeah, are doing yeah, yeah. the same thing yeah
1: but for blood sisters to have such a strong bond and especially because they set up these two characters to be at odds with each other yeah exactly complete opposites They've grown up in different environments Mm. and they have every reason to resent one another and they still choose not to. Yeah. And I think that's very powerful.
0: Yeah. I think that to me was something that I feel like this drama did so well. It's like their relationship and how true to each other they stayed. Because ultimately, I mean, we'll get into it a little bit more, but they are, you know, the twin flowers. There is, you know, they're like the yin and yang of you know each other and you can totally mm-hmm. see everything that yetan is you know chink isn't and vice versa they are like complete opposites but they just you know work so well together so i think that i mean i loved the main couple and everything my wallpaper on my phone is still of the main couple because i just feel like their visuals together are stunning um, and I will agree with you on that that you know the visuals of the drama looked really really good like the costuming and everything especially like I loved all the purple that they used purple. and the, the blacks yeah. it does remind me and I know this is just a link but it does remind me of like Ashes of Love and when they went to the demon realm and all of those like blacks and oh I feel like the heavenly realm always gets the bad it's just and white. the stick in white, white. and oh. I need them to like get out of that like I know white <laughs> Is pureness but it's also yeah. the same color that is used for death so can we you know get away from the white um a little bit so yeah i feel like i always uh feel a little bit more um you know inclined to there's enjoy there's just no
1: personality in the heavenly realm ever so (laughs) it's always nice to like when you get out into the mortal realm and they have a trial or something and then you have some sort of demon realm and everything's really moody and emo and got different Mm -hmm. colors mixed with the black and you're like this is i live here like yeah 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 yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is where my fashion is at i (laughs) I don't want to be my fun. I don't want to be up in the heavenly realm. You put
1: but, me in white, like there will be riots in the street because I it just do washes not, people out. Why guys? would I want to wear white all the time?
0: It just washes people out. Like I need some color. <laughs> Give us some color. I'm literally um,
1: wearing a black shirt right now. Okay, yeah. like
0: <laughs> oh, I'm in purple. I just realized You're in I'm purple. Purple. <laughs> so you know
1: on brand. Uh,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, but also I just feel like with Chantra especially I always like and this happens in every shantra i think it's always a theme that they always take on that you know the heavenly realm isn't always good and the demon oh, realm isn't always good bad you know and i always really enjoy this because i don't think i think in a lot of dramas you know especially like maybe western dramas everything is always black and white it's either good or it's bad and i really dislike when you know dramas do that um so with Shancha, I always love the fact that they do always go either, you know, the heavenly realms, they never tend to be that good to be at anyways. Like most of the evil characters seem to be residing up there for them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. parents included. Oh god, why are parents never good in Shancha dramas? Yeah. Jeez.
1: They're the
0: worst. I know, they really are. So, next qu- Which character or characters really stood out to you?
1: Oh my God, Yatan. I know, I love Yatan. I feel the like best. she's. <laughs> I am her. She is me. Yeah. I <laughs> actually, you know, I, I kind of take that back because I do feel like I'm more of a between, right between the two sisters is kind of where I reside because yeah. I don't feel like I'm like a confrontational person who, I don't know, I'm not like a fighter per se but like mm-hmm. if you mess with Push me you. Yeah, yeah 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 uh like you're laugh. gonna get like Ye-tan yeah time <laughs> yeah final laugh. final few episodes where she's just like at it so <laughs> I
0: tend uh to it- be, I, i'm the same i tend to go i i go you know i'm usually fine like i don't but i can very quickly turn you know very you know moody if watch you press yourself. my buttons
1: <laughs> watch yourself so um But I also feel like I uh, admired Yetan, her characterization, because she was so unmerciful at times, very level-headed and fair. And she said it like it was. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't hold back nothing. She was constantly dragging people down for what they've done. Like, she was very much a harbinger of justice here yeah. and I really liked that about her characters that even if status was against her this person is, is above her so yeah, to speak yeah, yeah. and she should be showing respect and there's decorum and all of these different values in the heavenly realm she was still like you suck <laughs> and here's why <laughs> so yeah. I admired that so much about her and I do feel like I have that in me as well where mm. I'm not gonna hold back if you have done something wrong, wronged yeah. me. She was taken to task like the, the heavenly emperor. She was taken to task like all these different deities who
0: she was wiping their body. She was wiping the
1: floor it. with them. And I'm like, yes, like come on, come through. Cause <laughs> usually you have the the sister character, Tinqui, who is not doing any of She's that. Typical... She's very passive. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. She's your very typical female liege going into a xianxia drama and yetan is usually what you get by the end of the xianxia so i loved the fact that you just get both just right get from her. the get-go yeah 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 um, so i
1: really loved her character she was um the reason why i kept watching i thought i would keep watching because of um yutin's Yuch- character yeah, yeah
0: no no but no like she shines I loved her. Yeah, she's the best
1: part of the show. She shines so
0: much. I love the fact that, you know, she is very righteous. And actually, there is a scene right towards the end. I don't think this is very much of a big, big spoiler. But it's a scene where everybody's kind of like coming at the two sisters and you know this is the perfect time where you see their you know how different they are because Chinque is just like oh no but we can't fight because you know we'll show and and Yetan is just like look i'm not going to sit back and yeah. take it if they're coming yeah. at me they're going to get it and yes. i'm just like yes you do yes because yetan like- is like
1: uh, i'm going to smoke them if they come yeah, near yeah, yeah. me if or they come, you so like- i don't know why you want to like show mercy here cuz this is ridiculous. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely was 100% behind Yetan <laughs> yeah, yeah. versus Chin Kuei. Like Chin Kuei is making all of the most submissive and peacemaking decisions. Yes. And like, that's all fine and good, but like homegirl, we got to take some action here. Okay. These people are not going to stop. We got to, we got to like, muscle up.
0: I feel like- for me the best description of the two sisters is Kuei is a healer and yetan is a fighter mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. like you know the two of them in a very very you know broad way of sense yeah it's that one is a healer and the other is a fighter so whereas one it's not like yetan likes to kill she doesn't No, she doesn't she's enjoy gonna do it, what she has to do she's gonna do what she has to do whereas Kuei is like once she almost has this fear of like getting but I also like the fact that Kuei will, if she sees that she needs to get to that point of, I need to protect the ones I love, she will step up and she did eventually do it. But she, like I said, I think has very much the growth, even though slower, because you already have Ye Tan as, you know, the what you would see as the end product in a Xianxia drama. Yeah. So you don't get to see as much out of Chin Kuei as you would out of um, Yitan, you know? Yeah. Either.
1: I think yeah. the Chin Kuei character, like I just didn't like her acting as well. Mm. She's very
0: meek, isn't she? For it's a lot very of meek. It.
1: It. It's very one note. Mm-hmm. It's very like, is she happy? Is she sad? Like, I'm not quite sure what she's feeling because nothing was... Um, hyperbole or over the top for her everything was just kind of like mid yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like she's just playing in the same octave versus yetan like taking over all of the different octaves and going up and down and here and i there. don't
0: know until what extent that wasn't a calculated um you know um move On like the show's part by the director or whatnot or by the screenwriter to not take that spotlight. Because at the end of the day, yes, they're all billed as main cast. But if you realistically look at the show, you know, Li Lan Di and um, Chen Qing Shu they Mm -hmm. are the main, main couple of the drama. And it's like, until what point don't you want to steal that, you know, spotlight away from them to, you know... The second couple, which actually, if when this was airing, everybody was going crazy for the second couple as well as the first couple. there was like a huge waves going for both of the couples. i I was very much a Yitan and Yuchin girl right from the beginning, but a lot of people were like wanting more of the second couple um within the drama. And also like, I wanted oh.
1: less. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is dry as hell. Like she's <laughs> yeah. just so dry. They moved, right, like...
0: they moved very, like, I think their story I don't know what it was but their story was uh, almost an afterthought sometimes um, mm. so I think like they wanted, you know the focus on the main couple but you still, you can't make 40 episodes of just the main couple, I mean
1: You could, you but could, you know you I could, know what you mean You
0: could, but you can't, you know what I mean So I think it's almost like you know and actually if you look at this screenwriter as a whole and if you go back and look at um Ashes of Love for example their second couple wasn't you know as big nowhere near as big as Jinmi and you know Shu Fang was it Mm -hmm. was them it was do or die all the way with them and I feel like it might be you know something that who knows maybe but if you're she. okay
1: so if you're talking about second couples and you're bringing up the second couple in the Ashes of Love I do feel like they had a really good um trope like the same trope that's in this one which is It is
0: actually it you is You know
1: the cold uh dude tsundere lead mm-hmm. and then a very endearing and uh you know self-sacrificing uh woman with him that's the same thing as our main lead in, in this, our main couple in this show mm. is the, like the second couple in Ashes of Love. And so they sort of have like a really juicy storyline mm-hmm. and they have their own human trial and it's very uh, angsty as well. So mm. I don't, I don't know why, but I just was not jiving with Chaofeng and Ching Kui like at all in the show.
0: I also think or I was thinking about this the other day, actually, and I think it's so when we have we were talking about it just before we started recording, but you know, the 40 episode rule or whatever, when you have 60 episodes, the story can go into the second couples and it can develop a little bit more. When you condense that drama down to, you know, 40 episodes or whatever it may be, like that they're not gonna give development to other characters because the focus needs to be on the main couple. But I've also found that with the um you know, sixty episode dramas, I their endings land slightly better for me, and these forty episodes seem to fumble their endings. So I feel like they just need to find a middle ground and be like, <laughs> right, a story that's really good paced throughout it, and basically that you know, the ending lands well. so, yeah. We'll see. We'll see where they go. Yeah.
1: Back. I mean, I. I mean, I just don't think Chow Feng and Chin Kui, had like that much chemistry, especially because of how she was playing it. Mm. Like, did I feel like she was that in love with him? No. Did I feel like he was infatuated with her? Certainly. Was I compelled to watch them? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I so. that. Their love wasn't necessarily like their storyline wasn't necessarily like a favorite of mine from the show as a whole. Um like I said, I was definitely here for the main couple. and this is to me, this is yetan's story like it I'm, is because, do you know what it is as well she is the underdog like yeah. she's very much the underdog so to me she's the one i want to root for she's the one that's like had this really really obscene you know childhood yeah and yes you can argue chinkwe tried as hard as she could no she
1: didn't fit- well no, tried- she didn't. so that's the thing about chinkwe is i liked her um i think they should have focused more on like her learning about like her privilege because she grew mm. up in such an insulated, beautiful world. Mm. And yes, she ha- is an extremely compassionate person and she loved her sisters. So she tried to sort of make her life better in small ways. Yeah. And but it's not like she was overturning the system for her yeah, sister or yeah, yeah, anything yeah. like that. And it wasn't until she got to the void realm that she really was like, you know What's what happening? like if this was meant for my sister like this absolutely sucks they're yeah, treating yeah, me yeah, like yeah. terribly here so she just got a taste of what a her sister little gotten, taste yeah. of what her sister has been living through for her entire life so that bit of Ching Kui and her characterization was more interesting to me than any love story that they cooked up with her and chow fun
0: actually now that you mentioned it I feel like they could have taken that story further of her, like, realising, like, you know, what really... I feel like she was always very sheltered and very doted on. So Mm -hmm. when she arrives to the Void, it's like she gets a very rude and very quick awakening to what the real world is, even though, you know, the Void is necessarily not what the human realm will be like, but the people will be, you know people will be people wherever you are she's around
1: brutes (laughs) now
0: that's true that's true they really are aren't they they're just like with their man caves and whatnot Um,
1: (laughs) they're talking like this all the time and like you know
0: (laughs) especially like the first prince Dai with like those big muscles he's like i that character was just i don't even know that's
1: that's an animal and they just put clothes on (laughs) it.
0: I don't even know what was happening there with uh, uh, the character. Oh um, my god! But you know, but it kind of would make sense actually that he would fall in love for this very meek, you know, need to protect the Beast. character. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it totally is. There you go, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> um. But yeah, I wish, actually, now thinking about it, I wish they would have explored that in her character a bit more. I think it would have led to a really interesting storyline from Yeah, because she's so good. Mm,
1: She's almost too good. She's too good. Like, she didn't have a lot of growth. No. She's the same throughout, Mm. which annoyed me.
0: I feel like, see, this is why when you have like i said i feel like her character is your typical female lead in xianxia at the start of mm-hmm. the of the, of the you know the drama but because you already have yetan doing all the heavy lifting in a sense in terms of the character that tends to become the female lead in a xianxia later on they kind of like don't give chinkwe a lot to work with you know in terms of development she's like the the show is almost saying well she's already good like we don't need to you know change but then okay but
1: then on that note like why we got to change the girl that's supposedly not you know doesn't have all of the virtues of this society and this genre and all that stuff Oh, don't. Because I loved her. Like, uh, like I don't think she should have changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yes, she went through trials. Yes, she learned some things. Yes, she grew for sure. But like, she at no point did I think, oh, she needs to be more like Chin Kuei. No. <laughs> 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 like, Yeah. <laughs> And uh-huh. I feel
0: like with your Tad, actually, I kinda like that they never quite break her. Whatever they throw at her, they never, never break her. Mm. And it speaks to like this inner strength that this character has. And it's like almost coming from you know her experience this childhood that she had which wasn't ideal at all and you know it brought her this inner strength that it's really really damn hard to break and actually i don't see throughout the whole show you don't see her break like you see all of this stuff being thrown at her and yes mm. she breaks down and cries but she doesn't break she gets up she goes at it again and it's like that's why I love her character so much because she is the typical underdog of character that goes they get they keep pushing her down but she keeps climbing her way up and that's mm-hmm. like that's the kind of character I love to root for because who doesn't love mm-hmm. an
1: underdog like absolutely yeah I so yeah
0: Yes uh next up how was I think we've already touched a little bit on this <laughs> but how was the world building done in the drama what do you think about the world building and the storytelling within the drama?
1: I don't think they need to do much storytelling or world building for the heavenly realm but they always sort of you know we have these deities here and it's the jade deity yeah, and the yeah, thunder yeah. god and all this stuff and they do these are their jobs and you know Yutin is in charge of the constellations the stars, of the yeah. night sky and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, fine. So they give them jobs. Usually, you you know what they do for a, for living, a living, so to speak. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then the world building usually happens with, I think, the opposite, the antithesis to the heavenly realm, and. In this case, it's the Void Realm, which, mm. first of all, love the usage of the word void. I know, it's so cool. <laughs> love that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Demon Realm is out, okay? Yeah,
0: we're Void now. Void Realm. <laughs> I feel like so, actually, I feel like this is this like a recent theme where they're changing up the name because for oh, love between fairy and devil, it wasn't yeah. demon realm either. It was oh moon
1: moon, moon tribe moon tribe. tribe yeah moon moon tribe. supreme moon,
0: yeah, moon tribe moon yeah. Tribe. Yeah. Moon tribe. So they're changing maybe maybe demons out and you know demons out yeah yeah that's it Gotta go. <laughs> that's it.
1: yeah that's it old that's
0: old yeah 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 <laughs> the void just sounds so much more powerful right? I. I love that.
1: Yeah. And uh they have their own look and feel and sort of celestial body that's perched behind all of these buildings and rocky outcrops that yeah, seem yeah. to pervade their world. I just loved it. I thought that the use of color was stunning and all of the throne rooms and things like that were super grand and beautiful to look at. Uh let me see. I think the Beast Realm is probably pretty cool as well.
0: I love the Beast Realm. And it doesn't get enough, like, screen time, does it? (laughs) Because it's just, like, a little side story. And I feel like, right, they played it as the Beast Realm would be kind of, like, weak to the other two realms. But I feel like they could probably be, you know, on the same level as, uh, at the very least, like, the Void Realm. Because, I mean, they've got, like...
1: I can understand that the human realm is like, we don't have magic. Like we yeah, can't we die stand toe to toe with these people. We live for like a minute and then we die. These yeah, people exactly. live for thousands of years. Like we can't stand toe to toe with these people. The beast realm is another immortal clan. Yeah, they yeah, have, yeah. they live forever um, or a very long time and they use magic. So I'm like, okay, there could have been an opportunity in the show mm. for them to sort of grow a pair and, you know stand up to the heavenly realm and the void realm and they never took that opportunity and they They never sort of built them up or showed them gaining momentum and courage to do that so but
0: to be honest i do have a grip with the both the void realm and you know especially the leaders of both realms but that's spoilers so we'll get into okay. it like later because Perfect. i i yeah i have a grip with the two
1: of i them. love i love when people complain <laughs> about
0: oh yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah tell me in the spoiler section <laughs> we okay. will
0: we definitely <laughs> will so, so the last
1: thing that i'll say sorry about world building i have this note here is I love when they have, so everyone is sort of has a, grew from something. Like I was a, a a lily and and then I got, I got some mystical water poured on me and then I just took (laughs) form or something. Like there's always something so, or, or what their job is. So like the thunder God might have like, um, lightning bolts on or something so I love when they have motifs on the costuming and on the jewelry mm-hmm. and the headpieces that relate to what that person does or is. Yeah. So I think sweet Hous- the coriander yes. plant. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The coriander plant. Oh my God,
1: I loved her outfit. she like, the, the little sheets. coriander
0: bits. With the little coriander leaves
1: <laughs> on her headpiece. And she was dressed in this beautiful light greens. And yeah. I just loved her costuming later on in the show. And I also loved from man-man she's like a pink bird oh my god I
0: loved my man yes so she had
1: like
0: we'll get into that one
1: as well but we'll talk about it but yeah so she her costuming was all pink she had feathers on her costuming and then she had little metal metal feathers on a lot of her jewelry and earrings and headpieces and stuff so I was like oh my god I love when they do that I I love it I feel like actually the
0: beast realm did that a lot better than any Uh of the other realms because I suppose, you know, they can just do stuff that's, like, you know, from their animal form. They can put that mm. on their costumes. I mean, even the prince from the the realm had, like, teeth on, like, his costume yes, and everything. he's a wolf. <laughs> a wolf. <laughs> Bless him. I don't know. I don't know what kind of wolf that is. That looks like a very white <sighs> puppy to me, but...
1: <laughs> but... Well, yeah, like, it was... We only saw the wolf, like, a couple of times, yeah, and we, then all... we saw an adorable a puppy. A puppy. white... Furred puppy. The rest of the time, I just <laughs> oh,
0: oh. that was that was. I love uh, that. I love it. I love it when they bring like little animals into the yeah. uh, the equation. Do
1: you know, I felt like a certain type of way when they first showed the void realm, and you see the void tyrant, mm-hmm. and this man has like a full beard. He
0: does he? Does I was That's like very. Rare.
1: Oh it's boy daddy i guess like i was (laughs) like okay i see you i see you
0: particular look doesn't he about it that you don't really see in like shantra dramas like i feel like he's very you see
1: like the little goatee and like the scraggly sort of beard yeah but the full beard i was Mm. like ooh, that's unique that is, that's unique. His
0: character, like even like just the actor's look itself, is very, very different to like masculine. Like, seeing, I,
1: yeah. they're so against like showing mm. that type of masculinity in ciencias, especially because yeah. I guess it's just a costume
0: p- yeah, a piece yeah, yeah. or
1: something. But to see the Void Tyrant in full beard, he had long hair, he had like these furrowed brows the whole time. He just really looked uh, masculine and imposing. In sort of a standard, like, everyday yeah. kind Child. of way. <laughs> yeah, Not very mystical. No. <laughs> and I was like, okay. It, it just, I thought it worked. I thought mm. it was uh, unique about him.
0: I feel like it worked for, you know, what the realm kind of stands for, because... The Void, they, you know, they are power above everything else and like brute force above everything else. So that kind of like had to be displayed in a way through the characters i mean wu dai which is the guy who plays the first you know the very muscly prince mm-hmm. that <laughs> is the characterization of that realm in mm-hmm. a man form i mean it's like the brute force and whatnot so i feel mm-hmm. like the void tyrant kind of fits that as well whereas if you look at Choofang, fang he doesn't quite fit that you know brute he's force. Pretty. he's very pretty exactly so pretty. Yeah. exactly <laughs> so he doesn't quite fit that you know specific part of the realm i don't think but you know i feel like they did pretty good at showing that it is all about you know brute power and brute force for that mm-hmm. that realm so
1: i agree i do have <laughs> chao fung is not chao fung in my notes it's void bay
0: void bay i love void it void bay <laughs> yeah <laughs> he is re- like he is really,
1: really pretty to look at. When He's I first like- saw him, I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah!" <laughs> I beg your pardon.
0: I did. I don't know if you saw it. They did. They went to I think it's Beijing Fashion Week or something, and it was him. Um, so Chen Mushi and the uh, his co-star uh, He Xuan Lin. and so the two, you know, Kuei and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Chao Fung. Chao Fung and they they had like he had this blazer on and it was opened right uh, like no shirt underneath opened to like just button up one button and it was like open i mean i need to send you these for free he did that for free yeah 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 (laughs) and it actually they both look stunning because they're like in black and red and both of them like she's got almost this flowy dress that looks like something out of a xiancha but it's like in black and red, and this fan, and he's just like there, looking gorgeous, but with like short hair, he looks even better with the short oh, hair. Oh God! Because
1: like,
0: his wig wasn't the best wig that I've seen. Uh, it ever. like moved
1: kind of stiffly. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like he turned his head, and like the hair was like, <laughs> like straight. You know,
0: his yeah, his wig wasn't the best thing. You know, so- I also
1: thought Qinque's wig wasn't that great because they had mm-hmm. like shots of sort of like the top of the wig mm-hmm. and um it just looked very plasticky yeah yeah, it yeah, had yeah. that weird sort of coarse plasticky look to yeah. it and the other wigs didn't have that it was just no. their two wigs that I was like these are not
0: I tell <laughs> you best I tell you whose wig was Always on point. Our male leads, like mm, all of his wigs, <laughs> yeah, all of his like Utrin's wigs were on point, and I feel like that man looks better with the wig on <laughs> than he does with the wig off.
1: I haven't really seen him without the wig and the bun and all that stuff because in goodbye my princess it was another when uh,
0: when they pull like all of his hair back like they do for you chin like his face and his bone structure just hits you know just looks
1: really good with that wig i'll tell you what it was doing things to me when he wore the wig for one of the lives and it was the last life that she had to like deal with he, it was like the very oh um, oh, oh I don't want to spoil too much at this point but I do want to talk about me. this look and this wig that oh, he was sporting yes, in this yes, life because yes. like yes I know, it was I the know. like the artsy so good. Yeah, uh yeah. when Ren when Ren when Ren
0: oh when Ren yeah. when Ren
1: was actually my type okay <laughs> like when I saw him <laughs> I was like oh I got a type because that is
0: 10 out of 10 so good
1: it's so good good. like the way that the hair was like falling and it was perfectly wavy and the deplete on like his clothes I was like well I was like can I just Do we just stay here like for the next 20 episodes because he is giving that look needed more screen time justice for wen Ren because he got like the least amount of time and it felt did. like and he looked the best he looked the best
0: <laughs> oh my god no I totally agree like he looked so damn good in that and actually there is so a couple I think it was like a year ago yeah there was like this this song it's this TikTok trend with like the infinity song that like people then put a light behind them and then they're shirtless I don't know but he did he did this trend a year ago and then he did it. He said, If the sorry love reaches ten thousand, I will redo this clip again. What? And he did. I'm sure I must Send have sent to this to you. Oh because, my god. Like the man has muscles the man has muscles and it's like yeah and then like they did a like a variety show together and they were teasing him about it like about him doing the you know the light behind and then like full like you just see all the muscles on his back and he he's has a- the he has the audacity to say that he's shy because he's <laughs> he's he's not there yet he needs a little bit more added to like his like he wants to make him bigger <laughs> I'm like oh, are you kidding me um you
1: look, you look just, just because you're not at your personal goal yes. doesn't mean I don't want to see the process oh, okay I think
0: that he broke the whole internet everybody was like sharing this clip of him just oh like, my god Ugh i i i'll have to this send man it to you.
1: <laughs> he knows what he's doing
0: he totally does he, he knows totally what he's does. doing yeah he's oh, not God.
1: ignorant he's
0: not he's not yeah
1: so, what a tease <laughs> so
0: yeah um i think that's oh i do have one more question how right. does this drama compare to other Xianxia dramas for you like where would you place it
1: mm, so if i had like an a tier which is where all the Mount Rushmore ones yeah, live, yeah, yeah. Um, I think this would be like the B tier, mm-hmm. because it's very good. It has a lot going for it, but I think some of the storylines were weak. We already talked about some yeah. of them. And I think it did some... It took some narrative chances towards the beginning, which we can talk about in spoilers, and mm-hmm. I was really sort of taken aback by the direction of that as far as just the way the plot shook out, but... I just think it's solid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: I would say it's a solid. Actually, there is. um, We'll get into it in the spoiler section, (laughs) but from the book, there is quite a big difference that goes from the book to the screen that Jeez. people were like at the time people were like let this not make it into the screen but I I, I will give you all the tea in the spoiler section for this please I will please I will. give you the tea I'm thirsty um, <laughs> uh, but yeah so basically I think this is probably i would say i would actually agree with that i'd put it like as i was thinking about like what to rate this and i still haven't quite figured out where i want to rate it you know for for me personally but i really really loved some aspects of it but there's some aspects that still need a little bit of work but like i said i feel like siancha is going it's taking steps to go into the right direction because I feel for like a good, you know, you had like 2018, 2019, which were really, really good. Xianxia years, you have like yeah. Ashes of Love and, you know, yeah. Eternal Love, you know, all of these big, big Xianxia names came from about those two years. And yeah. then like for two or three years, the Xianxia genre just seemed so weak. It seemed like mm. nothing really was coming, you know, and... Um, and you've said From this in, in
1: other episodes that you've done is that this genre sort of got oversaturated mm, and the quality yeah, yeah. went down yeah
0: yeah it so has I happened agree. it has happened where like if you go and look at some of them i mean they are i mean you've seen one of those because you went and saw the oh, i always keep forgetting the name the one with Wang d in it that has like a dragon in it or something yeah oh, miss dragon miss dragon i mean that is ugh, I'm traumatized by that. Drama it is probably
1: one of the worst sea dramas I've ever seen. I got about halfway. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I wasted. I I, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah.
1: I rarely feel like I wasted time. Oh, no,
0: you wasted time. On I that wasted
1: one. time yeah, yeah, watching wasted Miss Dragon. Time. Miss yeah. the Dragon? I don't even know. So
0: I feel like that was the quality that we were getting out of Shantras because everybody wanted to make them, but they weren't making them correctly you know they weren't making them good they just wanted the turnover
1: of a sciantia and you know I... what? I'll, I'll say that like sciantias are nothing without their plots exactly and i'm a plot person mm. so like if the plot isn't up to snuff i'll drop it like a bag of yeah, hot yeah, nickels yeah, yeah, and if they're just focusing on other aspects of the show like in miss the dragon it was it was very similar to um uh, we were talking about this before we got on. It was oh my god. Anyway, it was a drama that basically had a lot of really nice moments between the couple that felt yeah. completely unearned.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. came
1: like out of nowhere because the plot hadn't done the job of the building dictator. up the couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So, I mean,
0: it, it was this moments- show. It was just moments that were happening because you want, you know, the writer wanted it to happen and not necessarily because the plot dictated it that way.
1: Exactly. So to see some of these newer C dramas doing the work, so Mm -hmm. to speak, (laughs) feels really nice and almost like a return to form.
0: Yeah. I feel like they are moving in the right direction. It's going to take a little bit, you know, of time. Because at the end of the day there are still a lot of people that will watch anything that their favourite actor or actress is in. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time a lot of crap, let's be honest, will be made because they know that that exactly that that people will go watch it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like especially in the last year or so c drama has moved away from quantity over quality and i feel like they're really really moving into the like their quality era and this year has been really good to prove that like they there's been consistently good dramas in every month of the year so far i mean i know we're only three months in <laughs> but you know that's not necessarily the case for chinese dramas a lot of the time so i i'm excited to see where the genre goes i feel like there's going to be you know that I feel like love between fairy and devil started kind of like a shake up in the genre, and you kind of like are seeing things move mm-hmm. along, so yeah. you know only time will tell, but yeah, but yeah, that is it for the you know. No spoiler. <laughs> yes, no. So, wait, if you haven't watched this drama, please go watch it and come back. Or if you're like me and you know you adore spoilers, listen on at your own peril. That is it for part one of the Starry Love review with Jess from the Daybuck K Rambles podcast. I just want to say thank you again, Jess, for coming on. I absolutely had such a good time recording with you and I cannot wait to do it again. And if you guys enjoyed this part, please come back next week to listen to all our spoilery thoughts on the Starry Love. There is many. The second part is longer than the first. Um, So I hope to see you next week. And if you want, go follow me on all of my socials. Go follow Jess on all of her socials. And make sure to come and chat to us about this drama. If you've watched them, what have you thought? And I'll see you next week for part two. Bye this has been another episode of the Tea and Soju Asian Drama podcast. I'm your host Liliana and you can come and chat to me on Instagram tea and Soju pod one word and on Twitter tea underscore soju underscore pod. You can also email me at tea and at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast, please consider joining Patreon for extra content. Lastly, if you enjoy this podcast, please help by rating and reviewing wherever you listen to help others find this drama corner. I'll leave everything linked in the description notes. See you next time for more Asian drama chatter.